Hey there, boss. This is Jeff Mendelson, host of the One Big Tip podcast. And I am so excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program, where I teach you how to fast track your lead gen by having more conversations with your targeted clients, even if you have no list, audience, or paid ads. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero, and let me show you how to be the superhero in your own business. I am also actively seeking guests for this podcast. If you know someone who is currently six figures or more in their business and they have an actionable, tangible, and measurable tip to share, please let them know about it. Just go to onebigtip.com slash guest for information on how to be a guest. I can't wait to hear from you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. And today, my guest on the show is Chad King, who is the owner of Titan Capital Group. Chad cut his teeth out of college selling copiers for Xerox door-to-door, realizing that this wasn't a long-term or a particularly great investment on his time. So he started studying people who are generationally wealthy. And that's where his epiphany happened. He decided to look for passive income opportunities within the real estate market. And today, Chad owns several companies in several different verticals. He's an accomplished investor and a business coach. And for his one big tip today, we're going to discuss how to use active income to generate passive income streams and to build long-term generational wealth for investors. So really excited to have him on the show today, Chad. Thank you so much and welcome to the show. Thanks very much for having me, Jeff. I'm looking forward to the conversation. I can't wait to talk shop with you. Yeah, so I really want to dig into, uh, you know, to this origin story. Selling copiers door to door. You know, it sounds like a great thing to do, you know, like right out of college. (laughs) You know, you think to yourself like, yeah, I can do that, right? How was that experience for you? And how did that help shape where you decided to take your career to the next level as the opportunities presented themselves? Yeah. So that's a great question. So, you know, I think it builds a resiliency that a lot of people, I think door-to-door sales, it, everybody should be in it in some capacity at, at some point in their lives. Now it's, it was the best job that I never wanted to do again. I will tell you that that racket is tough very much. You know, it was commission only job too. So you start at the top of an office building and just kind of work your way down until you get booted out. So that, that model is <laughs> quite antiquated, but uh, we still did it. And man, it teaches you a lot about just just handling rejection, being able to build rapport with people that don't want you in there, like you're interrupting them in, in the middle of their workday, they're busy people and being able to still build rapport, set appointments, and then teaching you to move from failure to failure without losing momentum, without losing that positive mental attitude. I mean, some days were very, very difficult just to, to wake up every day knowing that you're just going to basically get kicked out of a bunch of places, excuse me. So it builds something to the form of resiliency that's going to pay off later on in other aspects of entrepreneurship that you need in, in other aspects of business as well. So yeah, best job I never want to do again, for sure. <laughs> so uh, so after you cut your teeth with that, that has a, dealing with the rejection, dealing with, you know, but also honing your pitch, right? Because that has got to be a life skill that has served you very well especially as you started moving up, because now you're learning how to, how to deal with people, how to overcome objections and basically how to reposition yourself. You've probably learned a skill pretty well that if you walk in with attitude A, like I'm going to be really forceful and you see a person who's not going to be responsive to that, 
you learn how to shift gears pretty quickly and go with attitude B and maybe butter them up with kindness or, or just take a totally different tack. How did you then use that to get into the career that you have today? Yeah, I think kind of what you're alluding to a lot is about emotional intelligence and also tactical empathy. And emotional intelligence is understanding like how other people can think and perceive situations. And tactical empathy is being able to put yourself in other people's shoes and see the situation how they see it. So like, you know, if I'm walking in cold to a property, to a building or an office, like I have to put myself in that person's shoes that I'm interrupting their day. Like I need to be able to to put myself in their perspective, right? So what you're asking is how does that apply moving forward? Well, I'm in sales and everybody's in sales in some way or another, whether you know it or not. If it doesn't say salesperson on your business card, it doesn't matter. You're in sales, right? Everything you want is a commission and you need to learn how to and understand how to sell, how to sell yourself, your products and your services. So, you know, moving forward, I think being able to, I buy a lot of properties directly from seller now. I mean, we, I bought, I've done over 500 real estate transactions. Uh, a good chunk of those were in the single family space. And now I buy a lot of apartment buildings, you know, larger commercial real estate deals. And buying a lot of these homes that we would then fix and flip, you know, we were buying them directly from the seller. And you have to be able to go into a person's house and we're buying them at a discount, right? They're not marketing it and putting it out in a sign in the yard and trying to sell it for as much as possible. So if they're going to sell it at a discount, there has to be a reason why. And being able to ask great questions and being able to uncover motivation requires you to be a great listener and it requires you to have empathy for their situation and and then structure a win-win deal that they're willing to say yes to and, and be able to have some good negotiation skills. So a lot of those tactics taught me a lot of that stuff that segued into my journey in real estate, being able to, to buy properties at deep discounts that we could then you know make a profit on and also to help people too, because you know, a lot of the people that we would buy properties from, uh, mainly in the single family space, a lot of times they were in some form of distress. So being able to you know, help them out of a situation is always amazing in addition to being able to make money. So having those conversations, I think, is the biggest takeaway and being able to have them. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. You know, the tactical empathy, I think, is the the real keyword here because being able to understand, you know, exactly what's going on and respond to that is a really great life skill. And it really does help not only in sales, but just any type of relationship that you're going to move forward with. You, you really need to be able to read, to read that person in order to respond correctly. So thank you so much for sharing that. Of course. Absolutely. I want to switch gears here for a minute and talk a little bit about your one big tip, uh, which is geared around, in your case, specifically buying real estate, holding on to it and creating an asset that generates wealth for you going forward. Not just something that you buy and sell as like a one-time deal, but something that you put an asset you can build and hold on to. I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about how that works in your space and a little bit about what you teach in your masterminds, when you're explaining these concepts and how people can put that to good use as well. Sure. Yeah. I think at the basis of my one big tip using active income to generate passive income streams is ultimately a path that if you want to retire early is something that you're going to have to do. And what I learned was through fixing and flipping houses and, and wholesaling houses, we were making a lot of active income, but it was very, very transactional. So once we did a deal, like we would have to go out and do another one. And then once we had a big year and flip, you know, 150 houses, we would have to go out and flip another 150. So it was like, it was a very transactional business and there was no end in sight. You know, when you get into real estate and some people hear real estate investor, they think, you know, fix and flipper. Well, 
you know, technically it's just a, it's a high paying job. And if you don't eventually take that active income, because active income is very, very important. So I'm not telling, you know, W2 people to go quit their job or anybody who's, you know, making active income. It's very important, but ultimately taking that money and then putting it into assets that produce income for you and AKA getting your money to multiply is ultimately going to allow you to achieve financial freedom, to get out of the rat race, to retire early, and then to have generational wealth and legacy wealth for your family that you can actually pass down that produces cash flow every single month. So we take the money we make from our active businesses, coaching, consulting, the masterminds, flipping, wholesaling, all that active income. We don't even touch it. It goes straight into purchasing these commercial real estate deals. And the commercial real estate deals are structured a bunch of different ways. We've done larger syndications with you know, $10 million properties up and we bought smaller you know, apartment complexes. But the gist is that you buy these buildings, the tenants pay down the debt, the tenants cover the expenses, and then what's left over is the cash flow. And if you buy enough buildings, you then acquire enough cash flow to cover your expenses and then you just keep scaling and growing. I love that example of the way you described it. I did something a little, I mean, not in the real estate space, but when I was building up my own digital marketing agency, I was still employed. I was still a W-2 employee, right? And what would happen was, at least in my case, I was never challenged at work for my, you know, nine to six. Mm. And what I needed to do was to find some kind of other creative outlet in order to, um, I, you know, I, I just in terms to, you know, to keep my head going mm-hmm. and to you know, what started out as money, I can take my wife out for dinner into something like, hey, I can actually build something with some recurring income going on over here. And one of the things I did is that I took the money that I was was earning as an employee, also some of the time that I was uh, spending there and actually applying it towards my business until, you know, the final time I finally got fired. And I was like, you know something, I don't need these jobs anymore. Yeah, I mean, move on and, uh, you know, actually start building it for myself. And I think one of the scariest things was that, you know, especially when you come out of that situation is there is a certain degree of comfort of getting a salary every two weeks Mm -hmm. or however it is for you. Mm -hmm. And what happens is that you really need to shift your minds to be able to accept not only, you know, the higher risk, but the higher rewards that you get as well. I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about that, about how you help people shift that mindset from using the, uh, like you said, the active income that they get for the activities that they're generating today and to evaluate the risk of going into transactions that maybe they're not a hundred percent about, maybe they need someone else to go in and like, uh, you know, teach them the ropes on how to do it. Uh, how do you describe that to people and help them evaluate risk in order to make these bigger transactions? Sure. So, I love what you alluded to and I don't want to skip past it, but the comfort that you were mentioning that people, a lot of people feel in that W-2, yeah, it's good, but it can also be a little bit of a trap and it can also be a little bit of a a safety net that allows you to, that keeps you in that same zone and discomfort is actually your friend and it's a signal for growth. So if you're finding that the places that you're going or the situations you're putting yourself in, maybe it's, you know, taking a big chunk of money and putting it down on an asset is maybe really, really uncomfortable. Number one, it may be a sign you're doing a bad deal, but number two, it may be a sign that you're really growing and that that's something that you need to lean into. And we're taught through a very, at, from a very young age to, you know, don't take risks. I mean, you know, stay comfortable, but it, it's a lot different in this space being an entrepreneur. To answer your question, you know, when we help people to buy multifamily apartment complexes, we have a mastermind group and 
The one thing that I'd recommend, it was a mistake that I made getting into real estate was not immediately hiring a coach or a mentor. People look at coaching and mentorship as an expense and they should look at it as an investment. It actually is one of the best investments you'll make in the space, far better than any piece of real estate that you'll buy is coaching and mentorship from the right people. Because not only is it going to help you accelerate your growth in the space, but it can help people avoid you know potential six-figure potholes from doing a bad deal. I have a saying in our coaching group, it's called, it's better to buy no deal than a bad deal because a bad deal can put you way behind the eight ball. So having experienced operators like myself and my, my business partners um, help guide people through transactions and how to underwrite deals and how to trust the numbers on a deal, that type of situation is something I highly recommend anybody gets into before they go ahead and take the leap into buying you know, something like a piece of commercial real estate is make sure you have a coach and mentor that's guiding you through uh, that process and, and doing it the correct way. I love how you describe that because a lot of the things that I taught myself how to figure out, right? Like how to teaching myself how to run a business, teaching myself how to implement processes, teaching myself how to hire, you know, virtual assistants and other, you know, another specialist in order to help me propel what I needed to get done. The coaching part is so key because what a lot of people don't figure out, or at least don't figure out at first is how much is my time worth? How much is my per hour? How much is my per day worth? And if you're going to spend four hours of your day trying to move a logo from here to there, mm. right? And when it can be better spent hiring somebody to just do that for you or uh, hiring someone to help navigate, you know, like what are the taxes that are involved with a particular property deal or what are the things to look for before you go and buy, right? I think that's key. And when you do go down that mentorship route, you're right. You do need to find the right one, you know, because there are a lot of them out there that, you know, maybe do or they don't have the correct experience, you know, that you're looking for. I actually had a friend a couple of months ago who came in from outside the U.S. to take a Grant Cardone, uh, a Grant Cardone training. And what was interesting about it was, at least to me, it was immediately apparent that he picked the wrong training, not only because I think that the Grant Cardone training is, you, you know, it's geared towards a, a specific type of person, which I know this friend is not, but also, you know, it didn't mesh with his personality. Mm -hmm. It wasn't something I would be able to, to latch onto. And then being able to guide him at least in the right direction of uh, focusing what is the correct way to find and hire a coach, I think is key. So thank you so much for sharing that. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I was wondering if you could take a minute and just uh, to close out this conversation, just tell us a little bit about where people can find you and how they can reach out to you directly if they want to learn more. Yeah, absolutely. So my link is for the coaching and mastermind program is is right there, sevenfiguremultifamily.com. That mastermind is it's geared toward teaching people how to buy commercial real estate. And just like I mentioned before, kind of everything that I told you about coaching and mentorship is in that. I'm still in the weeds doing this. I'm buying properties every single quarter. I'm, I'm buying assets, put out two LOIs today. So I am still doing this business very, very actively. I'm not just a coach. I also invest heavily in coaching and mentorship myself. I have seven coaches. I've invested last year over six figures into myself in the coaching and mentorship space. I think that's very important to mention because I'm not just, I'm not a guy who just did a bunch of stuff and now is kind of sitting on an ivory tower trying to teach others how to do it. I'm, I'm still in the weeds with everybody. We're in crazy market cycles right now. We're in a, a very high peak, what I believe. And 
we're still we're helping our members navigate through the market cycle that we're in, you know, pairing it up with the right debt, doing all sorts of things that are going to help people, you know, to buy good deals and be able to last through a potential recession, a potential market trough. So that's the coaching company uh, right there. You can find out more information about me. You can also get me on Facebook at Chad King. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Mr. Chad King. But if you submit an inquiry or are interested in the coaching program, hit, hit up that website and it's got more information there for you. And we put out a ton of free information on our podcast, Multifamily Live too. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. That's been really great. Chad, thank you for joining me today. It's been a lot of fun. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to speak with the audience. And I really appreciate all the value that you dropped today. Thanks very much, Jeff. I had a good time. Thank you for having me on. Thank you so much for listening to the One Big Tip podcast. If you're a six to eight figure entrepreneur, business coach, or speaker who would like to be on this show, we need to talk. The audience for this podcast is hungry for experts and professionals who want to share their knowledge with this world. So if you're ready to share your actionable and measurable One Big Tip, please go to onebigtip.com slash guest and let's get your story out there. I am also crazy excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program. With this program, I show busy entrepreneurs the strategies that I use to have warm conversations with my dream clients, keep my calendar book solid, and consistently have potential clients at the ready, all anxiously waiting to speak with me every single week. Head on over to agentsofpod.com hero and let me show you how to be the superhero in your business today. Lastly, I have a huge ask for you. Could you please share this with your audience on social media? The stories and connections that I make on this podcast have helped thousands of people, sometimes in the most profound ways. And you never know if your small action today will be the one that kickstarts your friend, a family member, or even yourself into taking massive action and starting the next multi-million dollar business. It'll be your way of just paying it forward. My name is Jeff Mendelson. You can find me on all the major social channels like LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening.